Hi, you're listening to Koldodi Messianic Congregation's weekly podcast. Join us in person for our weekly Shabbat services every Saturday at 11 a.m. We meet at 3534 West End Avenue in Nashville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website at koldodi.org or follow us on Facebook and watch us live at facebook.com forward slash Nashville. And now, here's Rabbi Ken's latest message. Okay, hey, if you turn to Genesis 48, that's where we'll be right now. Genesis 48 in your Bibles. Not so, I know. That's the title. Joseph says to his father is, not so, dad, not so, my, my father, literally. He says, lo ken, lo ken avi. And <clears throat> jo- uh, Jacob responds to Joseph, yadati, yadati bini. Yes, I, I know, my son. Yadati. He repeats it, Yadati. And so I looked up the date. <clears throat> There's a, uh, an old show that was in my parents' time, not my time, but close, not too far. Father Knows Best. Anyone ever hear of it here? <laughs> oh, a lot of people. Okay, Father Knows Best. Well, it was 1954, and a sitcom lasted six seasons. So really, gosh, that encapsulates the theme of what I'm going to share right now. Father Knows Best, but not the father in the episode, but God the Father, God the Father. And so in Vayichi, the last of Genesis, last part of Genesis, we close the storyline of the Jewish people as a family or tribe. So Father, we pray you open our eyes as we behold the great things from your word, Lord. Open our eyes to behold wonderful things from your Torah, from your word, from all the scriptures, Lord, and guide us by your spirit, by your Ruach HaKodesh, your the Spirit of the Lord, in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. But in this Torah's account, Genesis 48, look at verses 13 through 20. And let's just look at, let's just, I think we'll just actually read it first just a little bit. Uh, because I want you to know what's going on here. And then we'll explain it. Verse 13 through 20. Then Joseph took the two of them, Ephraim, he takes his two sons, Ephraim, with his right hand across from Joseph, Israel's left. Israel, remember, it's talking about Israel. It's Jacob here. His name changed to Israel. Israel, uh, Jacob, Israel's left, Jacob or Jacob's left, and Manasseh with his left hand across from Israel's right, and he brought them close to him. But Israel or Jacob stretched out his right hand and placed it. He does something peculiar. He stretched it upon Ephraim's, Ephraim's head, though he was the younger. And his left hand upon Manasseh's head, crossing his hands, uh, though Manasseh was the firstborn. Then he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has shepherded me, what a beautiful phrase, the God who has shepherded me throughout my life to this day, the angel, Hamalach, Hamalach, the angel who redeemed me from all evil, may he bless the boys and may, he, may they be called by my name and by the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, may they, multi- they multiply to a multitude in the midst of the land. 
So when, the, when Joseph saw that his father placed his right hand upon Ephraim's head, it was wrong in his eyes. It was evil. Literally, in the Hebrew, it says ra. It was evil. It was bad, bad choice in his eyes. So he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, not like that, my father translates it here. It's, again, not, not so, my father. Not, it's loken, which literally could translate no, yes. Like he's mixed, like confused what you're doing, my father, because this one, this one's the firstborn. Put your right hand upon his head. But the father, this, his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. Yadati bini, yadati. I love that. He also will become, he also will become a people and he also will become great. But his younger brother will become greater than he and his seed will be the fullness of the nations. Then he blessed them this, that day, saying, and this is the Sabbath blessing that is, you know, repeated by Jewish families, you know, every Friday night in their homes. May God make you like Ephraim and like Manasseh. In other words, give you Jacob's blessing from God is really what you're saying when you say that blessing, not just these people, but make them give Jacob's blessing from God. And so over the, over the sons. In the Torah's account of the end of Jacob's life, we read that Joseph, upon learning that his father is on his deathbed, brings his two sons to visit him. And that's 48.1. And that when Jacob sees them, he proceeds to bless them, to share with them this, his prophecy of what will happen, including the Messiah's arrival, as actually mentioned in 49.10. But prior to this comes an incident with a strange twist. And I think it has a great lesson for us. Although Joseph positions the elder son Manasseh on Jacob's right, Jacob crosses his hands, uh, placing his right hand upon the head of the younger son, Ephraim. Joseph attempts to correct his father, but Jacob insists that he is acting deliberately and that Ephraim will be the greater of the two. And so it says he placed Ephraim, 48.20, he placed Ephraim before Manasseh. Now from that day forward, Ephraim and his descendants, interestingly, would precede Manasseh and his descendants. And in the, in the blessing and the birthright, 48.20, we see here, in the list of descendants, Numbers chapter 132, in the allotting of the tribal territories, Joshua 8.16.8, 8, when determining the tribal divisions, Numbers chapter 2, 18 and 20, among the tribal chieftains, Numbers 7, 48, and 54, I'm giving you the references, and among the judges and kings later as well. So crossing his hands, it says in verse 14, this word is sechel. Let's say sechel. Clever, it's usually used of that word. <clears throat> but it really means with understanding, with intelligence. It's used of practical common sense. Joseph responds, not so, my father, he responds, the father responds, I know, my son, I know. And the Hebrew is, it's the perfect tense. He's saying, I have always known my son. And there's a picture here of God really knowing beyond what we know. God knows the full picture. God knows what's better than we know, right? Not so, my father. Lo ken avi, yadati bini yadati. I know, my son, I know. I say to my father, let's... Let's really apply this. I know, to, I say to my father, my father in heaven, Avinu Sheba Shemayim, my father, our father in the heavens, my father in heaven, 
You are not doing right. You're not acting correctly. You are my heavenly Father, and I trusted you, and now that's in jeopardy. You are making a mistake. You are in error. And God the Father might reply, I know exactly what I'm doing, my son, and I have all along. You are my son, or my daughter, of course, and you need to trust me, though you don't understand and it makes no sense to you. Our Father in the heavens does the unexpected. We want to correct the Almighty sometimes. Do it differently, Father. Do it the correct way, my way. <laughs> he says, I've known all along what I'm doing, my son. Really? It's interesting. I teach in the, the Parsha, the, not the Parsha, in the Psalms. I've been going through the Psalms a, a bit on the uh, daily, the Devashlafis, the daily devotionals on Facebook. And, uh, and I loved that one I came where Psalm 34, that David afterwards uh, thanked God for delivering him when he had, it's taken, written after the episode that's recorded in 1 Samuel 21, the end of Samuel, 1 Samuel 21, where he actually went into the Philistines' camp and he they, they recognized him, and they said, this is the one who killed Goliath. This is the one, and they, were, and, and they would have killed him. So he actually pretended to be insane. He acted crazy. He was a great actor. And he started says, writing, scribbling all over the gates, uh, the gates, of, you know, the entrance to the city, and he dribbling all down his beard. And so they said, oh, my gosh, this guy's crazy. Get, get him out of here. You know, let him leave. And they didn't kill him. And he escaped that way. And, and so he writes Psalm 34, thanking God for this deliverance and for this creativity. So you never know what God might have you do in some circumstances, right? So I've done SP work, standardized patient work in hospitals, where you do, you're acting out scripts for the medical students. It's fun. God is the author of creativity, you know. He really can. But does God know what he is doing, or doesn't he? We think he's making a big mistake sometimes. He's blessing the wrong one. In the reverse of the birth order. Oh, Jacob's old age and his dim vision, is, they're affecting him. God, you are misguided. Not like that, 48.18, it says, Not so, my father. This is the firstborn. Eh. Habikor, the firstborn. Not like, not that Joseph was correcting his father disrespectively, rather he thought his father misunderstood where the boys were positioned. The firstborn was placed on his father's, his father's right, not Joseph's right. We oftentimes think that we know better than God. But Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9, such powerful verses, listen, as the pastor where I went to Bible college used to say, I love it when he'd say, when you hear, the, he'd quote a verse, maybe you think you know, he'd say, don't think you don't know that verse. You don't know this verse. If you're hearing a verse again inside, say, okay, okay, I don't know. it." You got to hear it like you never heard it. And you, so these verses I quote now, you might think you know them, and, but we don't know them. We have to hear them fresh in the spirit. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are what? Higher than the earth, so are what? My ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts what? Than your thoughts, higher than your thoughts, right? Isaiah 55, verses 8. My thoughts 
higher than your thoughts. My ways higher than your ways. My thoughts, not your thoughts. God says, we must not be locked into tradition for tradition's sake. This is the way we've always done it. This is the way it has to be right. Oh, my goodness. You get fossilized that way. and, And we miss God and might even oppose God if we're that way. Our Father is the author of innovation, of creativity, of risk, and of change. Isaiah 40, verses 13 and 14, who has directed the Spirit of the Lord or as his counselor has informed him? With whom did he consult and who gave him understanding? Wow. Yeshua said, the wind blows where it wills and you hear the sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit, born of the Ruach. So I've got to be open to the Spirit of God. Or, again, I'm not going to be led by God. Many is led by the Spirit. They are the sons of God. In Romans 8.14, that means that word for sons is a mature son, not a child, but a mature son. Put your right hand on his head, he said. Put your right hand on his head. This is interesting. This is the first instance in the Torah of the laying on of the hands, a vehicle, which is a vehicle or conduit for God imparting his blessings. Uh, smicha in Hebrew, smicha or ordination comes through the laying on of the hands. Moses laid on hands on Joshua, Numbers 27. It also, it's for consecration in the, the priests and for blessing, Leviticus 1 and 9. The priestly benediction, this is kind of interesting, the birkat hakoanim, the priestly benediction that has the same idea that we always give, that every, that every leader gives. And it is impossible, I like this, it is impossible for the Kohen to actually lay his hands upon each Israelite, so he raises his hands high in order to impart the blessing below from the source of the blessing above. Now, in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, Hebrews 6.2 mentions it as a foundational doctrine, the laying on of hands, interestingly enough. The shamashim, the deacons or shamashim, had hands laid on them by the apostles, Acts 6.6. 6. And Paul mentions it three times in his letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.14, the spiritual gift he talks about, given to you with the laying on of the hands of the elders. So God uses this laying on of hands. Now, God often frustrates our plans because his is better. It's the right one. He is our father, and father does know best, right? Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in a man's heart, but the counsel of Adonai will stand. I know, my son, yadati b'ni yadati. You want to try that? Yadati, from yada to know, to know, yadati b'ni, my son, yadati. He says it again, yadati, I know. I have known, perfect tense, I have known, my son, I have known. I've always known. In Ephesians 1, 11 and 12, in him you also were chosen, predestined according to his plan, he keeps working out all things according to the purpose of his will so that we might be for his glorious praise. David, you won't build me a house. You want to, but you won't build me a house. Your son Solomon will. 
Matter of fact, David, I'll build you a house, God tells him, 2 Samuel chapter 7. A conquering king parading on a stallion, that sounds great to me. No, God says, a lowly servant shuffling along on a mule. This is your Messiah, Zechariah 9.9, Zechariah 9.9. Jerusalem, that has to be the place, we say. That's where he has to be born, the Messiah, right? No, afraid not. Little old Bethlehem, God says. That's where he'll be born. Bethlehem, Micah chapter 5, verse 1 or 2, depending on your translation. Bethlehem, house of bread. Yeshua's decisions and actions were constantly frustrating those around him. Even those closest to him, if they walked, that is, if they walked in the flesh rather than the spirit. Because he was ever unorthodox. Blessed is the one, he said, who does not stumble because of me. Blessed is the one who doesn't get offended or stumble because of me. But a lot of people did. Matthew eleven six. 6. In Acts 16, 9, I love this story where Paul sees a vision. He saw a vision of a man from Macedonia and saying, standing and pleading and saying, come, please, come over and help us. Come this, you see, imagine, you see the vision, there's a man in it saying, come over to Macedonia, to the region of Macedonia, and help us. So he sets sail, and he, gets, he goes to Philippi, the main city, of, a big city of Macedonia, and he says we, they stayed there for several days in Acts 16, verse 12. And he's waiting there years, and, and, he's, and I can imagine Paul saying, where's the man? I've obeyed the vision, but where's the man that, that was in my vision? And in 1614 of Acts, that beautiful story, who shows up? A woman, when he goes to the river, a woman named Lydia. Remember? Lydia. And she's a businesswoman. And he, she shows up, seller of purple goods. And she becomes, I think, she was the, really the, the key person for the, the, uh, that whole congregation, Kahila and Philippi, which the letter to Philippians goes to, because of her salvation but not who Paul had anticipated. In other words, it didn't look like it was supposed to in Paul's mind. It didn't look like it was supposed to. God did the unorthodox. He didn't do what was expected, anticipated, right? And imagine if he'd been locked in and said, no, it has to be, I'm waiting for, uh, no, Lydia, I'm not talking to you. I'm going to wait for this guy to show up in my, that was in my vision. It has to be him. Oh, my. God will do what we do not anticipate and not what we do many times. But we have to be open. We have to be pliable. We have to be willing. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Lo, yadatem is there. You don't know. You don't know. Great and mighty things. And the great and mighty means increasing and expanding. Gadol, gedulot, great, mighty things. And batsar means inaccessible, inaccessible things. Our Father's ways are perfect, but often, often not as we had envisioned them to be. But they are sechel. They're full of understanding. Because he's omniscient and he knows all things. And he is absolutely 
intelligent, and so he adapts his plan to our real need. His sense is best. We feel like screaming, and maybe we do yell. And we yell like Joseph. Lochen, lochen, Avi. Not so, Dad. No, Father. No, you're doing it wrong. No, yes. And maybe we don't understand. It's confusing. But his ways are sechel, and he responds, Yadati, Beni, Yadati. I know. I've always known. I know, my son. I know. I've got this. I've got this. I know. Yadati, my son. I know. I know what I'm doing. You can trust me. Father, we just thank you for your wisdom, your ways that are not our ways, your thoughts that are not our ways. We thank you for this story, and we thank you that you are Avinu, our father, Avi, my father, Abba, our dad. We thank you, Lord, that you know, and we are your sons, your daughters. You call us Bani and Bati, my son, my daughter. We love you, Lord. Thank you for teaching us, being patient with us. If, you've, if you're watching today, if you're here today, you've never personally trusted yourself to the Lord. You've never received Yeshua. Maybe you, your family has or you know other, someone else who has, but you've never personally, or maybe you don't know anyone that has. Take this opportunity. This is a great time. This is the right time for you to say, Lord, I want to trust you. He's moving in your heart. You know it. Say, Lord, I want to trust you. Thank you for sending the Messiah, Yeshua, for Jesus. I'm trusting you, God, as my father. I want to know what it means to be loved as a son or a daughter of my father and have you as my heavenly father, my father in heaven, guiding me, looking out for me, surrounding me, watching over me. I want my sins forgiven. I want a new start. If you're praying that a prayer, you're trusting him today, please, people will be here. Some great prayer warriors will be up here if you're here afterwards to pray with you. And uh, if you're watching online, please write us. We'll contact you back and help you with any way we can. Amen. We praise you, Lord, and we thank you. Shem Yeshua. Amen. Yevarechcha Adonai veishmerecha Yaer Adonai panavelecha veichunecha Yisadonai Yasem lecha shalom. The Lord blesses you and keeps you. The Lord makes his face to shine upon you and is gracious unto you. The Lord bestows favor upon you and gives you 
is peace. Amen. B'Shem Yeshua. Amen.